Church in Roselle, Illinois. Today's our sixth week of season seven, which we call Love for the Parables. My name is Donna Burke. I'm Julie Majofsky. We are your hosts. Yes. And so excited to be here. You're what? So excited to be here. Oh, I am too. I'm really excited to find out what we're going to say today. <laughs> Our pre-session was interesting. Yes. So um, it's fun. should be good. We might even have some fireworks in the background. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but today we have with us, um, bringing about this conversation, Evelyn Garfias. Hello, everyone. And Teresa Castellisi. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being here. And being and so for prepared. all those thoughts that you have ready to go. Yes. Okay. So our parable today is um, the simple parable, I thought, until our <laughs> pre-session, um, of the parable of the two sons. It's from Matthew 21, and as always, we'll have a little reading first to get us all um, focused. <laughs> you need an altar <laughs> server for that book. I need, I need one of those. Um, it's a heavy Bible. Oh, yes. um, anyway. So, the parable of the two sons begins. What do you think of this case? There was a man who had two sons. He approached the elder and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son replied, I'm on my way, sir. But he never went. Then the man came to the second son and said the same thing. This son said in reply, No, I will not. But afterward, He regretted it and went. Which of the two did what the father wanted? They responded, the second. Jesus said to them, I assure you that tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came preaching a way of holiness, you put no faith in him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did believe in him. Yet even when you saw that, you did not repent and believe in him. And of course, he's talking to the Pharisees here. Right. And the tax collectors. So, um, whew, that simple little story Mm -hmm. can be more complex. What do we think? What are your initial thoughts? Right. We need to unpack this. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I initially think that my two of my sons are number one, and <laughs> the other one is number two. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Well, we all have people like that in our families. Mm-hmm. And I think even we, at times in our lives, are that way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Which, well, sometimes we say yes with good intentions. Mm-hmm. And really, some yes people um, do that often to others. Like, sure, sure, I'll take care of that. Yes. Right. And then it doesn't and happen. Then it doesn't and then it happen. doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then they have they disappoint us or they disappoint others because right. we we're counting on them. Right. Right. Which brings us back to our humanness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. My takeaway from it was uh the beauty of second chances. Right. We hear about the sinners in in this passage, but they repented mm-hmm. and they paid attention. They listened to um, John the Baptist, mm-hmm. and essentially, John the Baptist we know was the pathway 
um, to Jesus, that led to Jesus. And we see God as a forgiving father, and there's always time to repent or to ask forgiveness and do right, right? Like mm-hmm. the first the first son said he would, he didn't. The second one said, mm, I kind of don't want to do this. But then in his conscience, he knew the right thing to do. And so he did it. So both of those are sin- were sinners, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. That's what they're to say yes and not do it. And no or one's to say right. no. Is a sin too. Isn't this where Catholic teaching, though, also kind of comes into play that's different than other Christian um, faiths? That, yes, Jesus came to save us and we are saved and we don't have to do anything. However, the Lord does tell us that we also should be serving other people and that there are service opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is somewhere where the Catholic teaching kind of takes that as an example to say, yeah, I mean, you're still presented with opportunities to help those that are in need, and you should do that. Mm -hmm. But you're not earning your way into heaven. So that's interesting, too, because you don't necessarily have to say the words no to be ignoring a need that somebody has. So Mm -hmm. that's an interesting take. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. Mm -hmm. Because we are all called to serve. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And even service to our family members. Right. And I can see what you what you mean, Donna, that a lot of people, myself included, initially can say yes to a request. And then throughout the the day or weeks they realize they can't fulfill that obligation. Right. Then the correct thing to do would be to go back and say, I'm sorry. Right. I, I can't exactly. do that. Mm-hmm. That repentance. That repentance. Right. Which then when you said right. second chances, Evelyn, mm-hmm. I was thinking reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Second chances, repenting, being but remorseful. It's, but it's mm-hmm. not always a sin. You know, someone said that the road to heaven is paved on good intentions. Oh, well, right. mm-hmm. that's so false. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we have good intentions and they are positive and they are good, but we have to take the further st- step. To yes, it. yeah. And also, sorry, but also a lot of the times we say we're going to do things and we fall short and not do them. And it mm-hmm. leads us back to service and everything else mm-hmm. that our words or the things that we say need to go hand in hand with action. Mm-hmm. We have to see things through. Um, kind of, you mean what you say and you right. say what you mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so many times too, and um I see this with myself at times. I'll just call it in, whatever phone that service yeah. or yeah. phone it in. Is that the phrase? Yep. Um, because I don't have the time or I really wasn't too willing to, to help. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do the bare minimum to make that person happy so that I can get it off my plate. Mm-hmm. And that could be what this is about as well. Being saying yes to, to the call or the need and following through with a full heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the best of intentions, with your full whole self, and not just 
phoning it in. Right. So that just gave me a thought. Like, the first son could have felt very good because I said yes to my dad. Right. And, and I like to say yes to my dad, and it pleases him. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> right. but he really needed something else. But, but he really needed someone in the vineyard doing some work. But I said yes, and he wanted me to say yes. Mm-hmm. So, yay, I got points. Right. You know? And and thinking about that, taking that one step further, that actually decreases his father's trust in that mm-hmm. son. Because when you come across somebody who just gives lip service and there's no action behind it, you really wouldn't trust that person in the future. Well, and that's what Jesus is saying to the Pharisees. Right. You're saying all right. the words, but yeah. you're not really you're not, doing the action. You're not, you're, not doing the action. you're not doing them. Right. You're telling people how mm-hmm. they should be earning their way to heaven, mm-hmm. but you yourself are not even fulfilling right. the, the rules that you're putting forth. See, and theirs is more out in the open. I mean, if you say yes to your dad and you don't do it, only you and your dad probably know that. Mm-hmm. But the Pharisees, they were. Yeah, Jesus is calling them out. Well, yeah. plus they're outwardly pretending right, right. Mm-hmm. at all times. I don't know if they're always well, pretending, pretending because they not, do truly believe right, that right. they're right. Um, but I think that they're hung up on those 600 plus rules that they have themselves created saying this is the only way that you can be with, with God in heaven, mm-hmm. or this is the only way to um, please the Lord. And Jesus is saying, no, I mean, yeah, the rules are right. I, the rules are there and I'm not coming to change the rules. He says this and I don't know if it's, before or after this, he said, I, I'm not coming to change the rules, but what I'm saying is you've got it all wrong in that it's not about all of this. It's about this. It's about this little bitty thing of you need to love it's one another. simpler. <laughs> right. Right. You just need to love. And that's, that's yeah, something that we're still so struggling with. Rules, mm-hmm. not, you can follow the rules because the rules, but not because I love and care for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Just because you're following the rules doesn't mean you're doing the things that are right. It's just doing the motions. Yep. Which is what the oldest son did. He went through the motions. Mm-hmm. Sure, Father, I'll do whatever right. it is you need me to do. And then he walks away. So. But the reformed piece is the piece that we have to. Um, right. You can always, and I think that's what you said, mm-hmm. Evelyn, and, and mm-hmm. even you were saying that, Teresa, but you can always reform and change Make ways. Right. Mm-hmm. right, like the prostitutes mm-hmm. and tax collectors, mm-hmm. tax collectors right. did. Right. right. I like how you were talking about, though, before before we hit record, about the prof- the. Pharisees, this was threatening their livelihood. This was threatening their social and economic status by Jesus calling them out on this. And this is why, this is why they hated him so. Why they angered Mm -hmm. He challenged them. Even though I still stand behind, how did they not see from the prophets that they knew so well that what he was 
that he was the Messiah. I still am just baffled by that. Okay. I have a theory. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I think that within the organization, it had become so corrupt that they didn't recognize the true way anymore. Mm. Maybe it had been so watered down with whatever was going on throughout the religion and throughout the social times, even maybe the economic times, that they were so far away they couldn't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. That makes sense, too, because I know during, um, you know, again— we chosen. talk about the chosen, mm-hmm. but we talk about the different sects and how S E C T S, the how they internally disagreed with one yes, another, right. and they were always trying to mm-hmm. to someone was always trying to gain power within mm-hmm. um, whether the Sadducees, Pharisees, whatever it is. Um, and you're right; I mean, they were just more more concerned in the political and who was in power mm-hmm. versus what the true message was. Right. So, yes, this is really bringing about a lot of different thoughts for me because like there were some people like even Nicodemus, but some people that they really, really looked up to and respected and they were, but they didn't think they were the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Right. They really. So why would I think this person, this Carpenter's, carpenter's son, son, out of nowhere, almost out of nowhere, mm-hmm. who's out, who's not really. He doesn't have any. He's not doesn't have riches. He's not right. a king. Well, he's nothing status. important. He's from Nazareth. Right. Why would we mm-hmm. think he was? Because we have all these really powerful people that we respect, and and like you say, and then there's this one, and there's that one, and which one is right? So they aren't going to probably. I, you could see why they didn't really. Well, and maybe the beauty of Jesus is that he was able to take everything down to its simplistic term. Absolutely. To, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It was. There was no fluff. Mm-hmm. Nope. What was his message? Love I'm one another. Mm-hmm. That's it. One by one. Right. right. One by one. I'm healing this man. I'm mm-hmm. touching this woman. I'm listening to... Make a connection. Make yeah. A, one by one. I love that philosophy, and I wish we could take that into our world today, but we don't have to do... Mm-hmm. Everything real big. You have to take if each one of us respects every person we meet today. Mm-hmm. We could change the world. Kindness, we could change the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of trying to change each person. Oh, <laughs> right. Amen to that. <laughs> All the people. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a whole nother season. That's another ball of wax, right? <laughs> another. Then everything would be perfect. And maybe, and that was, that was why Jesus came when he did Mm -hmm. just to say, we're getting away from the message. Let's get back to the message. Let's regroup. And we're going to regroup with my apostles Mm -hmm. and we're going to get the message out in the correct form Mm -hmm. and repent. I mean, repent, repent Mm -hmm. for our past ways. Change. That's all he's saying. Change. Right. Change is hard. Change and, and grow. But also, I think he's also calling us to listen closely because oh, if you take a look at it, and we were talking about um, the the Pharisees' um, livelihood being threatened and 
But and like, should we believe if this Jesus guy really is the Messiah? Like, what may what qualifies him as the Messiah? How's he going to help me? Right, right. But if you think about it, if you were to put yourself there that day, that time, that situation, what 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 How would, would have you, you yeah. reacted? So I think Jesus does a wonderful job at like touching bases and the humanity. He knows his children and he knew exactly how we would react. Mm-hmm. But ultimately he's calling us to listen closely mm-hmm. and to pay attention. And to I repent. like to pay attention because mm-hmm. yes. that goes with our coping with Jesus, like Jesus as our model, mm-hmm. because we have to watch what he did, listen to what he mm-hmm. said. It's so much simpler than they were all right. making than they were making. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and you brought up a good point about who is this man, a carpenter's son? Right. He just came on the scene three years earlier. Mm-hmm. Um and his ministry was what, three years in the whole time from the beginning to the end, he's correct? Son of nobody. I right. mean, he's not- but he was the cousin of John the Baptist. Yeah, who was weird. Who was crazy. Who was right. <laughs> they all thought was crazy. <laughs> right. So maybe he that maybe that's why he mentioned John's name to say, look, I'm not just a nobody. Mm-hmm. I come from this pedigree of, I don't want to say craziness, mm-hmm. but, but I, I come from a family that has been teaching repentance for a while. I'm not just a nobody out of nowhere. Right. I know somebody. Yeah. And don't we all know we need to know somebody to get some somewhere. Right. And he's affirming that what, John was preaching that's, was truth. truth. That's the biggest mm-hmm. piece of that, I think, mm-hmm. is right. that John needed some credibility. Mm-hmm. And here's somebody following him and starting up something new through the bapt- being baptized right. and taught by John. Right. Speaking of credibility, I mean, once John is is martyred, how is that not even more credibility? I mean— you don't arrest somebody and kill them just because they're not speaking truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about the fear. They all were martyred. Be- all these martyrs are martyred because we're afraid of them. Right. Somebody's afraid mm-hmm. of them. Somebody's afraid of their teachings. Somebody's right. afraid I mean, of their credibility. Just even look at modern We should be day. afraid of what's going on above us. Why? I know. There, works, there are some noises above us today. <laughs> I should Very distracting. We'll check it Maybe out. It's, it's God talking to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they're building furniture that we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people who are martyred, do you do you notice that their their following becomes even more so? I mean, they they have more followers after they've been martyred. Their their legacy has just exponentiated. They seem to have taken yes. on a life of their own. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it was almost the wrong thing to do to martyr people because mm-hmm. they became even more powerful. Yeah. Absolutely, after death. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it yep. would have so been better. To to, yes. So this was a very simple parable <laughs> with lots and lots mm-hmm. of depth. Mm-hmm. Just like all the parables, there are just so many layers to it all. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just it depends on how many people around the table, right? Um, whoever's, mm-hmm. you know, that you get different yeah. opinions. Who heard it this way? Who heard it that way? How does it apply to your life? Right, mm-hmm. right. 
And I think the beauty of the parables is that we can put ourselves in the situation. Like Jesus tells the story, and I'm like, I get I get that. I could be the first right. son. I could be the second son. I could even be the father. Be mm-hmm. I, I can see how that would be uh, an issue. I can see how nobody's see picking the grapes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Work isn't getting done. Yeah. Because all sides, they open our eyes. Mm-hmm. And they're simple. Simple, simple stories to understand. about the life that was going on, you know, about Fields, the vineyards, the, just simple stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sons, because you always turn to your sons. Mm-hmm. Well, those of us that have them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Well, <clears throat> all right. Very. I always good. say I go home with lots to think about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. Today is certainly no exception. Plus the before. Before conversation, <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, you guys should a little bit that. of dinner talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in with all that enthusiasm, Teresa and yes. um, Evelyn. Yes, Evelyn, for sure. Yes. yes, it really was helpful. It's helpful for us to have those pre-talks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do hope and pray that our uh, listeners will go home and have some after-talks. You mm-hmm. know. Listen to the podcast and see if it brings on conversations. Right. Invite others to listen to the podcast. Bring on the conversation yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you can agree with us. You can disagree with us. You can. Add on. Well, add on. Exactly. Yeah, we might Whatever be totally wrong about this parable. <laughs> well, and I think that's the beauty of it is that when we come together in community and discuss things, it it elevates our own understanding faith Mm -hmm. faith life oh for sure Mm -hmm. for sure where two or three are gathered so am i Mm -hmm. in your midst Mm -hmm. awesome well evelyn would you like to pray us out yes Mm -hmm. dear lord we give you thanks for this beautiful day thank you for gifting us with the gift of um fall for the changing leaves for the sun, for the crisp air, and for the new beginnings that are to come. We ask that you may help open up our hearts so that we may listen to your word and be attentive to what you have to say to us and what you ask of us. Help us to know your way and help us to lead others to you just as St. John the Baptist did. And we ask all this in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Evelyn. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Julie. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you, Donna. And um, we'll see you next week. Next week will be our seventh week of season seven. We're really... Marching along here. <laughs> we are marching along. Wow. And happy birthday this weekend, Donna. Yes. Thanks. Oh, Thanks. happy birthday. It will be birthday. <laughs> yes. Yay. It's not going away yet. <laughs> Hard as you may try. <laughs> Make sure you Thank say you happy birthday much. to Donna. <laughs>
We should say his father does. Type it in. (laughs) (laughs) My sister always talks about that because she watches him. She's always like, type it in. (laughs) His fingers going, type it in. Yes. So thank you for being us. Have a blessed week, everybody. Amen. Amen.